MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Do you think that you would be... I I know Rufio's answer, but Shelly, do you think that Mike... Because, okay, uh, Paulina's about to have a kid, but it's, it's premature. I don't have any kids that I'm aware of. Jason and Kiki don't have any kids. Right. Um, so Rufio, I already know the answer. <laughs> and then we got Shelly and Mike and Olivia, uh, Military Mike. Mm-hmm. How do you think Military Mike will do as a sports parent? Oh, he is very competitive. <laughs> yeah, he's very competitive. Um, he's already talking about, like, when can we put her in soccer and gymnastics, like, all the things, like, the sports. He's, I think, very excited for that phase of her life. And um, I'm curious to see, because, yeah, he gets very intense when it comes to sports. So, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But I guess it, it, there was research about this. And um, bad sports parents make bad sports kids <laughs> which just makes perfect sense i mean uh, ashlyn is a carbon copy of rufio mm-hmm. and so it makes perfect sense they, they both act the same way mm-hmm. so he's gonna see you act up at these sporting events screaming and this and that telling the ref he's not you know this is like you know, we're talking about right. five five-year-olds here and you'll be telling the ref that's not the rule and all the rest <laughs> pulling out the rule book and all this stuff and then but the problem is according to this research now then the kids wind up doing the same thing because they see their parents do it mm-hmm. and it's like well by example yeah right so dad dad can act like an idiot at this sporting event so why can't i 
<laughs> I mean, are you going to be able to control yourself? I don't know. We'll see. This uh, this spring, we're going to sign Ashlyn up. He wants to do soccer, so we're going to sign him up, and we will see how that goes. <laughs> but I wonder if anyone is just up and, and, and about eight five 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 nine one one zero three five. Are you the bad sports parent? Is your husband or wife the bad sports parent? And is it rubbing off on the kid? It has to. It has to. Like if I see dad out there, you know. Like like Will Ferrell in the SNL skit, yeah. you know, cracking a beer and screaming at the top of his lungs, Man. you know, hit the ball! <laughs> I mean, I not only would I think that would induce fear in me as a child, you know, not only am I upset or, or, or afraid of disappointing my coaches and my teammates, but now my dad's out there. He's not going to give me dinner if I don't, you know, hit a double. Um, but then I got to wonder, too, like, is it true? Like, do the kids want to back to, like, their crazy parents? Or is it to the point where you can't even, like, will Jess not be able to bring you? Will you not be able to go? I don't know. I mean, the thing is also, Ashland is a, a, he's an emotional child as well, too. So, like, if things don't go his way, you know what I'm saying? He'll. Oh. He'll, yeah. You, you don't, don't say. say. Right. <laughs> like, if he's like, oh, he doesn't get the ball, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? What? So, um, what? No way. Are yeah. you, where on earth would Jess, right. Jess must be a sore loser yeah. then? Because it <laughs> couldn't be you. So, like, Jess always yells at me, like, you're on your phone too much. This is probably the one time she'll be like, just be on your phone. Please. Like, Right. I'll record everything. Just be on your phone and just just be there. So we'll see. Um, so I guess they did a bunch of research on this. Comparing their findings to the old saying, monkey see, monkey do, researchers uncovered a clear link between parents' sideline conduct and the behavior of young athletes. More specifically, when parents behaved well, applauding good play, encouraging players, enjoying the game, their children were more likely to display similar positive behavior. On the other hand, if a parent behaved poorly, being overly critical, second-guessing the referee, and yelling, it correlated with greater antisocial behavior among the kids. A co-author of the study explained, and most parents are role models for their kids with children looking to their parents to learn about acceptable behavior. So it's natural for them to copy the behaviors that they observe. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, if dad's doing it, then I'm going to do it or mom or whatever. Yeah. Uh, how will Javi do with this? You know what's interesting? I think Javi will be the chill parent. He's just a chill person all around. I think I'm going to be the one that's going to be like screaming, annoying, whatever. Because I never had parents come to my games when I was little. Like I was that kid whose parents were working. They didn't come, whatever, when I was doing volleyball, all of that. So I think it's going to be like me healing that part of me. But like I'm going to probably take it to the next level. I'll, I'll be a Rufio. Even though I'm not that competitive as a right. person, I know when it comes to my kid, I think I'm going to. Have him tell me to chill. Yeah, you know what I mean. Paul, it'll be like my sports reporter friend Jason Brown said you're you're, you're calling the game wrong, referee. Uncle <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason, get in here. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is like you guys with kids, you're gonna have you know events where the whole show's gonna show up to support your kid, oh, and then then you have to worry about all of our personalities. Right. You gotta keep, oh, I have I have no skin in the game, so I'm like, <laughs> ref, you suck. <laughs> you know, it's like Uncle Fred, shut up. No, I won't. I won't. Won't shut up. I don't know any of these people. I don't care. Hey, Jackie. Good morning. Hey, guys. What's up? Good morning. So you're a bad sports parent. You're willing to admit it? Yes, I am. I hate to admit it. I've actually gotten kicked out of a couple of my oh, daughter's no. games. <laughs> well, that's just from my husband. <laughs> so your husband and makes then, you leave. Uh, what are you doing, though? What are you doing to make it so, so bad that you got to go? So, so my daughter is uh, the captain of her volleyball team. Now we're dealing with... Four 
14-year-olds at this point. But she's captain of her team, and I'm very proud of that. So when somebody messes up a play that she could make, <laughs> I'll be like, number 34, you suck. Stop it. Stop it. You're heckling your own, like, your, your daughter's own peers? Yes, I am the worst in America. You can't tell. God, because it's Jackie, my kids' play. You can't tell a fourteen-year-old they suck. <laughs> yeah, well, I sure can, and I did. Oh my God. Have, you wow. ever, have you ever gotten into it with another parent? No, never. But that's why my baby's father, he always, he, his father, he always kicks me out. He's like, <laughs> "Shut the heck up right now, or get out." Because like, you're embarrassing me. I don't know if the kid's going to do anything, but I, you're right. Like if I'm, if I'm the father of the girl you just said sucks, I'm probably going to be like, wait, what? He's like, my daughter's 34. What are you talking about? Exactly. Exactly. And he's like, he's like, they could be sitting right behind us. You know, they can hear your loud butt, you know? Like, I'm sorry. Jackie, telling 14 year olds they suck. for my kid. She's the best. So I want her to stay the best and have that mentality. So if I can say a couple things to get the other kids off Damn. the team that aren't making my you kids, kids, the kids off the team? You can't act process. this way. Yeah. It's called process of elimination. <gasps> you know, you just... Oh. My God. I mean, gotta get him out of here. You know, We're going into high school next year. What if your daughter's real? What if your daughter's too good for that team? What if she should be on a better team? You know what I'm saying? Not get rid of well, the well, other people. She definitely is. She's in a she's in clubs and everything oh else. So, but going into high school, I want her to make the team and to because you have to make the team in high school. It's not like you just walk in and every kid gets in. You have to make Jackie. it. So I'm Mm-mm. yes, she's on I mean, a hey, diet right now. Uh, Oh, oh, Jackie. Oh, Jackie. This, uh, your daughter may. I mean, God, I hope everything works out well. Your daughter may have some issues as a grown-up. That's all right. Oh, um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that she has a good mentality, and it gives her drive to be better, I, I mean, think. kids got to be tough these days. But I don't know if they need their fellow parents uh, just screaming at them that they suck. It sounds like the kind of thing that well, lands people in therapy. Kind of embarrassed, too. All right, Jackie. Well, just never yell at us like that, okay? Wow. Thank you. Oh, no. I, I never. Never. I love y'all. You guys have a great day. Have a good day. What if she gets to high school and she's not the best? You know what I hate is, though, the parent who is trying to live vicariously through their child. Mm -hmm. Like, you didn't make it in football, so now you're putting all the pressure (laughs) on your son to play. The parent that did play for that high school 30 years ago or whatever and and still wears the ring. (laughs) Or the letterman's jacket. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, you know, when I was back in the day when I was here, we won the championship or what? It's like, okay. Right. Have you done nothing? You've done nothing since then <laughs> that we can brag about. Right. Come on, man. You have employee of the month. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Right. Damn, um, hey, Vanessa. Hi. Good morning, Fred. Hi. Love good morning. Hi. Love good you, morning. too. So you're you're the parent. Well, look at this. It's it's the moms calling in who are the problem. Oh, absolutely. My <laughs> son has been playing soccer since he's been two years old. And I have also been playing since five, so it hits home for me. Um, and I started coaching about three years ago, and I cannot keep my mouth shut. I will tell the refs, listen, stop pushing. I know the game. I'll get in their face. And my son two weeks ago was like, you better watch out, ref, for my mom. And I'm like, sit your butt down, boy. I will do the work. Yeah. <laughs> you let me handle this. Oh I kind of yeah, like exactly. that. Like, that's what I'm there for. You <laughs> sit there and score the goal. That's kind of cute. I kind of like it. That Until they lock you up and throw away the key. Yeah, <laughs> until exactly. they take you to yeah, jail. I, mean, I think I... 
I had to say that to him because other parents were like, she better reprimand him. But at the same time, I was like, you go, boy. You tell him he's wrong. I love it, Vanessa. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Just don't tell other kids that they suck. That's kind of where I... Someone just texted, it's going to be a time when someone says that her daughter sucks. Yeah. And then, well, she's going to tackle you. So you might want to keep that to yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. There was... You know, I went to that little tiny little private school growing up. And um, there was a... uh, on the same basketball team, there the, the girls' basketball team, there was a guy who was like very, very wealthy. He was, I don't want us to give away too much. He was in a, an industry, a construction-related industry. Mm-hmm. And then there was another guy whose daughter was on the team who apparently early in, like many, many years prior, was like a laborer for this guy. And I guess didn't think he treated him all that well. And then wound up getting into the business himself and then not getting quite to the same level. But enough that he was now sending his kid to the private school. But they did not like each other. So they had to, they had, they had daughters on the same team, but everybody knew they had to sit on opposite ends of the, of the stands because the one dude like was like, look, I showed you, like you treat people poorly and now I'm the same as you. But like those two parents didn't like each other. And I remember that was the drama was like, when, when is that one dude who used to paint houses for him, who's now, you know, a developer himself. Right. When is that dude going to have it and then tackle the other guy? That was what we were all waiting for. Never happened. No. Uh. <laughs> no, the action would have been in the stands. And that's what I was hoping for. All I, I'd go to the girls' basketball teams. It would be just, you know, you'd be like, man, heck, I didn't treat you well, did he? You know, like, oh, egg him on a little bit. Like, hey, remember that time oh, you paid wow. all those houses right. cheap? Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, remember that? You I know? heard he's going to sponsor this gym. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he did sponsor <laughs> which, which, Oh, is he? I'll build my own building now. Forget about it. Trending stories. Uh, we'll do them next. Fred Show. Somebody texted, uh, let me make sure I get this right. Something to the effect of, um, where is it here? The, like, like the, I can't find it right now. It's, it's the, it's the, the parent who's acting like this towards their daughter, like Jackie was talking about when she called in a second ago, but I was, you know, yelling at all the other players. Those are the kids that peak in high school. <laughs> and I hope that's not true. Oh, but then it's like the rest of her. It's almost like bad karma. Don't do that, Jackie. You're not doing your kid any favors. No. You know what I mean? Because it's like, what? What if? What if someday she does get on a better team or goes and plays in college, and she's not the best player right. anymore? You know, then what? Don't do that. Don't be like that. Uh, Amber, hi. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Welcome to the show. So, uh, just we're wrapping up the uh, you know, like the crazy sports parent thing here. Apparently, kids will mimic the behavior of their parents at these games. So, like, if you're screaming at the kid. Or screaming at all the other players, screaming at the ref, you know, being crazy at these games, your kid's going to wind up acting the same way. Um, and I, I suppose that's not really good, like when they go in for their performance review and they're like, no, you suck, actually, and then they get fired from their job. Is this going to be your kid, Amber? Um, no, it's not going to be my kid because I was actually the kid who had the crazy parent and was scarred for life. Okay. So I don't want to put my kid through that. Um, but my dad growing up, he was coined the nickname Spider-Man. Um, he was the assistant coach for my brother's baseball team. And after what he thought was a bad call, he climbed an eight foot fence from the dugout. 
yell at the umpire. Oh, no. And was obviously thrown out of the game. And I think he had, like, a suspension. But it was so mortifying to be the child of the parent who screams and yells. So it definitely won't be me. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So it, it did the opposite. So you watched it. Now you don't want to do it. And you won't do it to your kids. Exactly, yeah. Once I got into high school, my mom and I, my dad was not allowed to go to any of my volleyball games, (laughs) soccer games. He goes scale the fence, (laughs) beat up the ref. Um, Thank you, Amber. Have a great day. Glad you called. Thank you, too. The the opposite of this, and I wonder, maybe it's a topic for another time, but like my parents, for example, everybody made every team at my school, except for maybe like the golf team or something. I don't know. I think everyone made that team, too. There just weren't enough people. Right. So, like, everybody made varsity, basically. We had yeah. junior varsity, but, like, if you were even if you were even remotely, if you even knew which direction, which hoop to put the ball in, you made varsity, which should tell you how bad junior varsity was. But I was bad. I was not good. And my parents went to everything. Like, they didn't miss a game. So, what's that like? Being the parent of the kid that sucks. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, because I was oh. that. And the only reason I can say it like that is because I was that. I was not good. But my parents went to every game, road game, home game. They didn't miss it. My grandparents went. How miserable must it have been, though? Because I really wasn't any good. And so, like, how do you, like, everyone's looking at you. Your kid's the tallest guy out there, barely can play, you know? And then you got to sit there like, "Eh, yeah, I guess, you know, we're proud of him. Not really. I mean, like, how do you put on a good face? I mean, I realize it's your kid, so you want to find the good. But, like, the opposite of this, where you think your kid's the best. How about when you know your kid's not good? Right. And you have to show up anyway. (laughs) My parents, come to think of it, they must have been very embarrassed. I wonder if they just pretended like some other kid was theirs. Oh, Oh, wow. Like the kid that was good. Oh, They'd God. be like, oh, little Danny, yeah. we're so proud of you. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mom. It's the Fred Show. My name's not Danny. What's trending? <laughs> but that's got to be the, like, oh, man. It's kind of funny. I have a nephew who's not the best, and it's really funny to watch him. Like, he has all the confidence in the world. He has oh. all, he's still young enough. He doesn't really understand. And he just, it's, it's, he's so mediocre. It's so funny, though. It's so funny to but watch. But you still, I mean, you still, you love him. You're yeah, proud of him. Yeah, we just buy snacks for the rest of the team. You know, they'll, they'll <laughs> embrace him. So, yeah. yeah. it's like, oh, man. Like, what, and, and the other parents have got to be like, what a waste of hype this kid is. <laughs> Six foot four, like Jesus, like put a ball in the hoop. <laughs> Come on, it's like we're writing in our diaries, except we say them aloud. We call them blogs. Kiki, go ahead, dear blog men. Why are y'all like this? Okay, um, why are you looking at me? Because I'm talking to y'all. Okay? Look at here, got Tita Tangy. Well, why are you like this? So everybody knows Big Tim is he doesn't eat right. He loves beggars pizza. Mm-hmm. He likes Five Guys. You mm-hmm. know, he eats all. All the grease and over the weekend he kept complaining of a headache so me trying to get him to change his ways I said you probably have high blood pressure okay why did I tell this man that so yesterday instead of booking an appointment for a doctor he goes to Meyer, okay and checks his What's blood it? pressure oh, okay. oh, oh, those, those chairs that you sit down yes. and they, and they, oh my god oh, no. and he's so 
he's so dramatic. So he's like, I gotta, I gotta go check my blood pressure. So I'm like, oh, maybe he's going to urgent care. I don't know. My sister's a nurse. Maybe he'll go to her house. This man is at the Meyer with his arm in the machine trying to check his blood pressure. So he's getting food at the same time. He's like, let me get a two piece. Yes, yes. I'm sure that was his plan. Oh, my blood pressure's not that high. All right, yeah. So two piece and uh, you got them chicken fingers too. Yeah, I get those. Yeah. So all day yesterday, even during the show, I'm getting alerts from him texting me like the numbers. So he's taking the test like three times. He has three different numbers, so I don't think he's doing this correctly. Oh my God. And by me, are I'm they like, all high? No, yes, they're all <laughs> elevated. So I start googling because mm-hmm. that's what I do when I'm sick. So I start googling. I'm like, yeah, it's a little high. And he's like, okay, so what do we do? I'm like, well, you should probably first change the way you eat. Maybe go mm-hmm. for a walk or something, you know? So he's like, <laughs> okay, okay. So then the whole day yesterday, he did not eat. He's like, I'm fasting. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. oh, so then he's like, well, what medicine can I get? So I start Googling again. So I'm like, oh, there's these little pills you can get from Walgreens that may help. Go may to the doctor, man. Exactly. So then he's like, okay, are you going to make me an appointment? Yes. But in my mind, why is it my responsibility to make I your know. doctor's appointment? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. So then his man couldn't take his hunger pains anymore. So he thinks the healthiest thing for him to do is to go to the submarine place. <laughs> There's vegetables. That's, that's oh. Lettuce. oh, yeah. Yes. There's vegetables. Yeah. Doused in oil and yes. vinegar. So then he goes, he goes what, what can I get? Because, you know, I normally get the corned beef. I'm like, please don't get the corned beef. That's all salt. Please don't get that. Hey. He's like, so I'm like, maybe try a turkey sandwich. He's like, can I put the oil on there? <laughs> I'm like, boy, put the oil on there, you know? (laughs) So he comes home last night. He has a turkey sandwich. And I can feel like as I'm getting ready to go to sleep, he's up pacing because he doesn't know what his blood pressure is after he ate this sandwich. Oh, my God. But the whole point of this is... Just go to the doctor. Yeah. You know you need to change the way you eat. And we're getting older. Like, you can't just be out here eating beggars every day. You know what's funny about my blood pressure is that I don't know what it is. Because when I go to the doctor, this is no joke. It's so out of control high. Like, I go in there and I get white coat syndrome. And I look, I just just being in the place. Yes. Like, to the point where the last time the girl did it, she was like, that can't be right. Like, it was like 7,000 over 40,000. Like, it was, I don't know what it, she did it three times. And she's like, I don't know, tried, like, breathing differently. Like, she's like, I've never really seen it like this before. And the doctor comes in, looks at all the rest of them. He's like, this isn't real. He's like, I'll tell you what, go home and do it. And then tell me what it is next time. But even when I pull out the little machine to do it, mm-hmm. that makes my heart start to, I can feel it start racing. Yes. So I have no idea what my blood pressure really is. Yeah. And that's how he is. Like, it, the thought of me saying blood pressure just, um, that raises That's going to elevate it right yes, there. Yes, yes. But just go to the doctor, bro. I'm tired. Like, please stop texting me. <laughs> no, see, I'm the same way. Like, yeah, you have high cholesterol. So I go home, I buy green tea, almonds, like, I, I buy like, all this stuff. I eat it for like three days. I'm like, ah, it's got to be yeah, better right. now. Back ah, to normal. Yeah. <laughs> Fixed it. Treat yourself. Yeah. See, look how easy it is. Somebody give me some McDonald's chicken nuggets right now. I earned it. Uh, stay or go next after Taylor. Fred Show. This hour. show is on. It feels good. All right, good news, happy stories every day we share them with you on the show. Kiki in for Kayla. Oh, yeah. Take it away. All right. Not only is Travis Kelsey fine, but he's doing good deeds. 
because 79-year-old Gloria White is rocking her Travis Kelsey jersey proudly because Travis Kelsey and his foundation, 87 and Running, came to the rescue when White reached out to a local nonprofit organization for help to rebuild her home. After losing her husband three years ago, Gloria was limited to a wheelchair but wanted to stay in her home of 56 years. Kelsey's foundation repaired Gloria's home along with 125 other homes and he made all of the needed updates. Gloria said, I thank God for Travis and his foundation. It has brought me many tears of joy. Well, he don't have to buy his own clothes anymore, so he's got plenty of money. We learned yesterday, was $500,000 she supposedly gave him to buy clothes? That can't be true. He's got plenty of money. Yeah. All she'd have to do is be like, hey, can you not can you not wear a shirt with those two like women from the mud flap sitting back? You know? Can you not wear the strip the shirt from the strip club? Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> can you not wear your Rick's VIP? <laughs> can you not wear your federal booty inspector's shirt? Oh no. <laughs> FBI. FBI. Y'all both have one, don't you? Right. I mean, one. I got one in case the other one's getting washed. I got the tuxedo that's your shirt. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The bikini that's your shirt. Yeah, special occasions, you know? Absolutely. What are you talking about? (laughs) No fear. I got one of those. And one. I got one of those, too. Come on, man. Um, actually, you know what's interesting about this story is I think Kaylin is interviewing to do this uh, at Lurie Children's in Chicago, which is uh, in... Uh, Listen to this, though. I don't think I have the strength to do it, but um, this is in a hospital in Argentina. A wonderful and obvious initiative is giving babies a more natural environment when they're born into circumstances that are anything but. So place in an incubator with mother and father absent due to work, substance abuse, incarceration, injury, death, unfortunately. A team of volunteer huggers take two-hour shifts holding babies in their arms to benefit their growth so they aren't left too long in the machine without human contact. So neither a mother nor a father needs to read the established scientific literature that holding babies speeds up their neurological development, helps them to gain weight, acclimatize to the world, and sleep more soundly. Because that's not always possible. There are volunteers who go to the hospital and hold these tiny little premature babies so that they get that. And I know they have a program for this at the NICU uh, and a lot of hospitals, Lurie Children being one of them. But I also know that it's not for everybody. And there's a very extensive interview process, as you might imagine. But the emotional toll this has to take, I would imagine, because, you know, it's not always a great situation. No. But wow, that is a selfless thing to do. They have 50 volunteer huggers who spend time hugging prematurely born babies or those those whose mothers are absent, uh, 59 women and one guy, and there are 200 people on the waiting list oh, wow. to do this. Very, very sweet Aww. thing. Uh, and I'm sure that that and a lot of other stuff is uh, is is needed at, uh, at children's hospitals all over the nation. So if you're interested, you should look into it. Or you can yes. volunteer at uh, Ronald McDonald House. Uh, houses all over the country. There are, yes. I think, what, seven? I think there are seven in uh, Chicagoland. I think yeah. there are, would you tell me, three in three Raleigh? In mm-hmm. um, so, Triangle. yeah, lots of opportunities to help out. So here we go, guys. I, I did not oversell this. I mean, look, I've been known. I'm, I'm the king of the BSers, man. I will BS of some BSers. But this here will deliver. You must wait for waiting by the phone. <laughs> and you won't have to wait long because Jack Harlow only sings for about two minutes. Fred Show. <laughs> yeah, they talk about it. Yeah, they talk better than they type. They talk about it. Talk about it. These are the radio blogs on the Fred Show. Oh, I like her writing in our diaries, except we say them aloud. I'll take this one. Dear blog, I'm not even sure how this little rabbit hole of mine started. I think Facebook 
people you may know okay. is oh, where boy. this actually no <laughs> no eh, was it people? memories was it people you may know I don't is that or like maybe I got into a there's sections of your DMs that you may not look at very often, like people that maybe aren't your friends that message yes. you, or there's like a subcategory, like requests on the messenger app mm-hmm. that I never look at mm-hmm. because I guess it's people I'm not friends with. Okay, and I found one in there from a girl that I dated like 15 years ago when I lived somewhere else, and she was messaging me like five years ago. So then I go down this rabbit hole of like, whatever happened to her? And I start looking and I can't find very much. I found her LinkedIn. I was just curious because I'm like, oh, there she was trying to get a hold of me. This is a long time ago. I mean, in this period of time, she could have gotten married, had kids, gotten divorced. Right. I I have no idea. Um, And then there was another one that popped. And then I'm like, so then you start thinking like, well, what happened to this person? And so then, so there's a couple of people that I sort of have uncovered from my past that I'm just sort of morbidly curious about because it's not going to it probably isn't going to do me much good what I'm going to find is they're like happy married kids like in a happy life and then I'll probably feel like a loser which is what usually <laughs> happens when I go look up people from the past and the thing is the pictures tell nothing you know they could be miserable but I'm famous for this I'm famous for like someone I didn't work out with I'll go back years later and I'll go find them on Instagram to see what they're up to and there they are you know with their husband and their kid and the greatest day ever you know or whatever and it's like no it's not I don't think it's not <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe it is at the time. But how many Greatest Day Ever pictures have you found if you scroll back far enough? Like, go on the dating apps. None of you are on them. But if you're on them and someone gives you their Instagram, scroll back far enough and you'll see them standing there with another man or another woman going, Greatest Day Ever. Well, obviously it was them, but it's not now because you're on Hinge or whatever. But it does me no good. It does me no good to do this. But here's the other problem is that we've done it here on this show where I've brought somebody up. And I've been like, oh, I had this high school roommate who was great or whatever. And then we look him up mm-hmm. on the air to find out he's dead. Yeah. yeah. So this is where I'm going with this is my problem with this game is sometimes you don't get information that you want. Like you get sad, sad stuff. You got to be careful what you're looking for. You know what I mean? But you should know. Like I just found a class photo from my uh, what fourth grade class. And it has everybody's first and last name listed at the bottom of the mm-hmm. picture. So what I do, I got on Facebook and just started searching these names to try to figure out where these people are. And yes, somebody was dead. Well, see, that's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> oh, like no. oh my God. So that winds up, you wind up being like sad. I, I guess it's just careful what you wish for, I guess. Like these little these little research projects I go on every now and again out of nostalgia. Yeah. Sometimes make me unhappy because it looks like someone's happy without me. Or it makes me unhappy because it f- turns out that this person from my past is no longer here and i didn't i didn't know that and i hadn't talked to them in a long time so it didn't necessarily impact my day to day and it doesn't make it any less sad but because we weren't friends or talking i didn't necessarily need to know because they weren't in my life anymore. But then it's like you start to feel bad. You're like, oh, no. Like that guy that we were talking on the air yes. about this crazy roommate I yeah, had roommate. freshman year in college. And this dude was like Mr. Personality, and I loved him. And he failed out of school. And I remember when his parents came to get him and pack his stuff up. And I, and the dude was out here making it, you know, because he was just so personable. Mm-hmm. I lost touch with him. We are talking about him. Rufio Googles him. And he passed away. The dude oh. passed away. Oh. And it was like, oh, Rufio no. had to break the news. Right. Fred, I'm sorry to tell you this. 
So I'm like these these little these little missions to you know go back and sort of uh, change the past or whatever, or go back and sort of mess with the past. I think sometimes they don't always work in your favor. Do you ever reach out to any of the people that you research if they are still alive? The the two that I found, I did reach out to okay. just because I was like, yeah, I, I you know, it's a long time ago. Yeah. It was a whole different life ago, oh, basically. Yeah. So I hope that they've moved on and that they're happy or whatever. But it, the other thing that's interesting is I can see myself if any of either of them are single, I can see myself revisiting oh. because I've done this. No, no, no. But here's what happens. <laughs> and again, you guys are married and and uh, or in serious relationships or whatever. Mm-mm. But 100 percent of the time that I have gone back in history. Mm-hmm with my revisionist history and tried to like try again thinking that it was obviously my fault i wasn't mature enough i was in a different place i had a different mentality the same thing winds up happening it's like i feel like if it's meant to work out it will work out and if it's not there's not very many chances not many there aren't too many situations that i've heard of where people separate for like a decade and then they call each other and it now now it's now it works. I feel like the same issues usually rear their head. And I'm sure there's people listening who can give me an example of, yeah. oh, I reconnected after a long time and it worked better. But in my experience, whatever the problem was the first time is still the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because people fundamentally don't change as grownups. But you think they would. It worked for J-Lo and Ben. I was about to say J-Lo and Ben. For now. Is it? Right. Is it you got to make a movie about it. Right. <laughs> make your movie <laughs> is, it, is it working, though? I told y'all where it's headed. Someone said uh, Fred Death is part of life. No, I on the text. You're right. I guess what I'm saying, though, is not that I didn't need to know that they're dead, but they weren't part of my life anymore. So it doesn't necessarily make me happy to know mm-hmm. right, that right. they're not with us anymore or right. that they're in jail or that they are a criminal. I've had that one happen before, too, where I look up somebody from my past and I was like, oh, white collar crime, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked up somebody else in my past I was friends with. He's in federal prison oh, for yeah. 30 years. Oh 30 years. Yeah. And the stuff that the guy was doing that got him in federal prison, I was I didn't know he was doing it, but I was in the circle when this stuff was happening. Oh, yeah. It's not a great feeling. No. To know like, oh, oh, so you were stealing from people when we were friends. You oh, were this close, friend. That's cool. Or whatever else you were into. <laughs> yeah, I almost went to prison for 30 years. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. But I, I just, I guess my, my point here is yeah. that the, the, the exercise of, of rewriting history or going backwards, it doesn't always pay off. Mm. And you don't always get the information that you're looking for, I guess. But yeah, Kiki does it anyway. All the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> you look back at exes? No, I don't have that many. You, but you don't look back on the, the few that you have? No. I don't you don't care. care what they're doing? I could care less. I know they're looking at me, though. You could yes, care less. Right. I know they're looking at uh-huh. me. <laughs> and how do you know they're looking at you? Because you're looking at the stats and looking for them. <laughs> See? That's right, Kiki. So you're not looking for them, but you are looking for them. No, the Fred Show page is looking yeah. at them. <laughs> yeah, that's Fred. Always, always digging into Kiki's past. <laughs> MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. 